Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. Greetings and salutations. Oh, you beat me to it. I'm Adam. Well, obviously, I'm the other guy. All right. This week, we're watching a Christmas movie that came to us via request from our longtime Australian listener, Seasalt. The, in quotes, movie in question <laughs> is the Star Wars holiday special from 1978. He sent us this request a long time ago yeah. through email. He listed a bunch of movies. Yeah. And uh, this was your idea, Adam. Yeah. So you're the one who put this on the list. Yeah. So. Well, it's been a while since we did a Seasalt. I want to try to give him a chance to redeem himself after Master of Disguise. <laughs> Uh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was directed by Steve Binder. This is not a theatrical release movie, by the way. This was a made-for-TV holiday special. Yeah. Uh, you can't buy it on DVD. You can't buy it on VHS. You can't stream it anywhere. It is free on YouTube. It is impossible to pay somebody to give you a copy of this. Uh, <laughs> maybe at Frankenstein's there's a guy, okay. uh, the, the illegal DVD guy. Okay. But I doubt he has a copy of this. There's uh, an illegal DVD guy there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But because of, you know, streaming, like, people don't really go to them anymore. Yeah. Because oh. you could just... Yeah, it's torrents. Yeah, you could just torrent whatever you need. Yeah. This this quote-unquote movie was directed by Steve Binder, and it stars... Now... Stars. IMDb, the first name on there is Mark Hamill. He was in here for, like, a minute. Yeah. So I'm going to go over who actually fucking stars in this. Art Carney from The Honeymooners. Yeah. Ed Norton from The Honeymooners. Harvey Corman from The Carol Burnett Show. He was also... Did you watch the Flintstones movie with John Goodman? Uh, yeah. He was his dicta bird. The oh. bird that talked, who was on his desk talking uh, to him. Okay. Oh, you're the big moron. That's Harvey Corman's voice. Oh, okay. Nice. I Comed- remember the Colonel, the Carol Burnett show. I watched it when I was a kid. Yep. Comedy legends, Art Carney and Harvey Corman are in this movie. Yeah. Uh, B. Arthur from the Golden Girls. Yep. Dorothy. Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Peter Mayhew, Anthony Daniels. Uh, James Earl Jones. The voice only. Yeah. Voice only for like one scene. Yeah. Three lines. Let me do a brief synopsis, then we'll go <laughs> from there. Chewbacca and Han Solo try to get home to Chewie's family to celebrate Life Day, which includes various forms of entertainment along the way. Have you guys ever seen this before? No. Did you even know it existed? Did you even know it existed? No idea. I, had, I knew this existed. Yeah, was that right? Yeah, because I, I grew up liking Star Wars and this pre-internet, so... I had I was obsessed with Star Wars, so I wanted to learn as much of Star Wars as I could. Okay. So I read a couple like novels, expanded universe novels. All right, with, Chewie's family and stuff. Uh, with what? Chewie's family? No, no. This this I read like uh, Rogue Squadron, like uh, stuff okay. like that. Which I guess this is technically canon because this I knew about this because I knew this was the first time Boba Fett was introduced. In, oh, okay. in the sto- whole universe, this oh, that's was right. Boba Fett's first appearance. Oh, yeah. So that's why this is famous. Okay. Well, infamous it's for being <laughs> bad. But in Star Wars canon, I guess this is technically canon. But now that Disney owns Star Wars, they've said all the expanded universe stuff, none of it counts anymore. Now what? it's just the movies. Okay. Is this expanded and, universe? And the Marvel comics count now. But what? all the novel... So Marvel released a Star Wars series where, oh. it's, where it's like Adventures of Luke and Han oh, and Leia and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, do you still have that Marvel Unlimited app? Yeah. They have them on there. Oh, okay. So all the stuff I grew up reading, all this fan fiction, all these books, uh-huh. Disney's like, 
Nope. It kind of counts, but we don't want to focus on that. We just want to focus on the movies. Okay. So they're kind of like fucking throwing shade on the hardcore nerds who grew up reading all this shit. Anyway, uh, so. No. Well, uh, the thing about it is also is, I mean, a lot of those books, there's like about 300, 400 books. I believe that, it. That are just written in, supposed to be canon by Lucas. Yeah. Lucas and, wrote them himself? No, no. Lucas said oh, this is say. all canon. This, every, oh. this is all part of the mythos. Huh. Everything. But <laughs> now Disney's like, eh, it sort of is, but not really. Okay. Want to know why they did that? Why? It's because when they made episode seven, spoiler alert for Force Awakens. Okay. But Kylo Ren is Han and Leia's son. Right. But in the expanded universe, he ha- they have two children. They have Ben. So it's still Ben. So it's still Ben Solo. Okay. But, uh, but it's not Kylo Ren. And they have a daughter. And uh, But Ben Solo in the expanded universe doesn't become Kylo Ren. Okay. So they, when they wrote this movie, they were like, well, fuck. We want to give him a kid, but they already have a kid in canon. I will just say, just ignore that other stuff. Just focus on these movies. Oh, I see. By the way, by the time this drops, it's, oh, yeah. it's epi- uh, Rogue One is still in theaters. Hopefully, you've seen it. I'm watching it. We're recording this a few days before it comes out. I'm watching it Saturday. All so right. I'm excited for that. Nice. I'm, I'm going to wait a little while, just like I did with uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Or the, the Force Awakens. I waited a little while just to... Just, to avoid the crowds and whatnot. I, me and my friends were going to do that for episode seven, but we all grew up loving Star Wars. Like, I don't know if I can wait this long. And back then, that's when I used to have Facebook. Oh, so I'm Jesus. like, so I'm like, I want to fucking see this movie because I don't want to know anything that anybody posts. Like, oh, he was, he died. And, ah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I told the story before, uh, but when I first went to go see the movie, I, I watched with my sister and my daughter. And I had, I had actively avoided anything Star Wars. I tried not to know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, except we viewed the trailer on the spoilers at Drumbox. And that's, that's as much exposure as I got to it. I go into the movie and I'm, I'm like, I, I know nothing. I, I'm excited. I feel good about myself. And my sister had seen it like a few days before. So she already saw the movie and was watching it again with us. And she'll refute this. But in my opinion, she would spoil the, the whole thing for me. <laughs> because there's, there's, there's the scene where you find out or, or uh, Kylo Ren and Han Solo have their, their face off. Mm-hmm. As soon as they get in the same room, she does a little... <gasps> she has a little gasp. I'm like, oh, no! And <laughs> you I already just, knew where that was going? I, I deduced from that sigh alone what was coming next. And it's like, God damn it! I was pissed for the rest of the movie. It's like, God, God, spoiled. She's like, I just sighed. I, I was like, I just, I just... It was an emotional scene. Like, yeah. But I, I, I deduced from your side everything I needed. And I was like, ah, I was pissed. Maybe you should just watch it by yourself. Yeah. I did. I, I did that with Deadpool. I know. How was it? It was great. Yeah. I did that with uh, Dark Knight when it first came out. Mm. Amazing. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can't watch anything with anybody. Yes. <laughs> because for me, I like to watch movies. And if it gets basically grow, people start groaning because it's getting ridiculous, I like to like make snippet remarks under my breath oh, okay. and have to see how many people start laughing. Yeah, we can't go to movies together. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, at least got to get a few people in between us. All right. Sure. So, yeah, I knew this existed because I, when I, was, when I first saw Star Wars as a kid, I was in love and I was obsessed and I wanted to learn everything about Star Wars. Okay. And my older, my mom's cousin, who is that? My uncle, I guess. It's my mom's cousin. No, it's still a cousin. It's still a cousin? Yeah. Well, he's older than me by like, 15 yeah, years. Yeah, it's still cousin. Yeah. But like, but I, they're, they're, you call them aunt or uncle just because of the age difference. Yeah. Uh, I get that. But it's, it's technically, I think it's still cousin. He also likes Star Wars. So okay. he showed me like, oh, this is Jabba the Hutt's like barge. Like we would, 
like I bought the micro machine set of all the of the nice. of the ships and stuff, and I didn't know what half of them were. So he was like, "Oh, that's the sandbars that they rode in. Remember Return yeah. of the Jedi? She's in the bikini. Yeah, this is the the Bespin Cloud City, the two the twin uh, orange uh, thing." I was like, "Oh, I learned everything I could. I found out there were books, so I read the books. I read the Dark Horse comics. Like I did, yeah. I learned everything I could." All right. And then episode one came out. And my heart was broken because I was. This was the first time I was like, "The thing I love." could be bad like yeah it never occurred to me that this thing that i've obsessed <laughs> over could be bad right and then the prequels came and then seven came and i liked it it redeemed itself but i'm really excited for rogue one because it's something completely different yeah. it's like a ro- it's like a war story told from the point of view of right there's no like jedi there's no like supernatural st- it's just soldiers on a battlefield like let's see if we can fucking cool beat like battlefront yeah yeah, I think the purpose of Episode 7 was just to get people back on board. Yes. And, th- and that was it. It, it, was, it was, we're going to copy the blueprint from Episode 4. Everything. Because this is exactly what you love. Yeah. And now we're going to start doing the experimental shit. They, they borrowed from every single episode that counted uh-huh. or that, that mattered. Yes. And they brought it into 7. So everyone that liked 4, 5, 6 was uh-huh. like, all right, you got me back on board. <laughs> uh-huh. There, there was nothing really spectacular about it, I don't think, but it was enough to be like, all right, we're back on the right track now. Yes. Now what do you got next? Yeah. So now Rogue One, I feel like there's a lot more pressure on Rogue One now yes. than there was on, on Episode 7. Yeah. Because Episode 7, we're like, well, shit, it's got to be better than the first three. <laughs> there's no way you can do worse than that. So bar's really low and boom, nailed it. Now here's the pressure. Rogue One, what are you going to do? Was there ever something you guys grew up liking and then you realized like, oh, my God, this could be bad? Was it like a Bruce Willis movie or uh, <laughs> for you? No, I'm, I'm serious. Like, what was yeah. something you obsessed with and then you realized, oh, my God, like, this could be bad? Uh, yeah. Bruce Willis is a good example. I think a, a movie was called In Country or something or nor- <laughs> North Country when I first saw him in a role that I just I, – I didn't finish the movie. I just turned it off. Like, okay. nope. Mm. Not going to happen. Not going to work. Uh, but other than that, no. Well, uh, Batman. It was Batman. Okay. When uh, Schwarzenegger came in oh, Batman and Robin? destroyed my Batman. Uh, yeah. Ratman? Yeah. My Batman. <laughs> just, it was like – because the, the cartoons was – I was, like, all about the cartoons. Oh, yeah. The anime, anime series, series was yeah. amazing. Amazing. I, that, that started my fascination with Harvey Dent and Two-Face. Uh-huh. The, my, my alter ego is always – since since those days, has always been Harvey Dent. Blue blue skin, hair, white hair. Yeah. My uh, my Halloween costume in uh, in high school, I was, I was Two-Face. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I, went to, I bought a suit at the thrift shop, painted half of it black, did the whole thing. Uh Yeah. So so that – I was all – Batman Hyde and then Keaton came out and, like, fuck, fuck yeah. Uh, Penguin was like, all right. That's fine. Uh, and then, but then as soon as they, they took Keaton out of the Batman thing, it was like, oh no, you can ruin this. That's not good. Hmm. Make sure was there something you grew up loving and then you realize, oh my God, this could be bad. This is a tough question, honestly, because I watched so many movies of mm-hmm. randomness. Well, it doesn't have to be a movie. It could be anything <laughs> in life. Oh, anything. Mm. Just something that you love. Okay. <laughs> Rollerblades are awesome. Until you break a leg. Yeah, okay. I never broke a leg. I, I, just, I, I was rollerblading uh, this last weekend. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Although I, my age became very apparent when I had to take a break every 10 mm. minutes because my back was killing me. Mm. <laughs> like, what, my back? How? It's because those rollerblades are really bad on you. Yeah. I was going down a, going down a hill on rollerblades and I realized to myself that I'm not stopping. Oh, so you love rollerblades and you're like, oh no, these can go horribly bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That thing fits. I tried, to, I tried to break, but it never happened. <laughs> breaks never came. Yeah, the breaks never came. <laughs> So the holiday special, um, there's not a lot to talk about here because there's really no plot. This sort of mm. reminded me of Saving Christmas okay. where, where it's just like snippets of stuff, but there's not really like – there's a bare bones like plot 
that just cuts like remember Kirk Cameron sitting in the SUV with yeah. his brother in law? Yeah. He's like, Oh well, actually Santa Claus was this and it would flash Yeah. Oh, yeah. don't you know the story about Joseph and Mary? And it would do this. It was like that, but this is a much worse. This story could have been done in ten minutes. Yes, <laughs> maybe fifteen. How and they stretched it as far <laughs> as humanly possible. How long did you think that that kid was like hanging out on the, the the balcony, just walking, and then it was just shooting that for like what three minutes, four minutes? The, uh, <laughs> a lot of the focus is on Chewbacca's family. Yeah, which, which I didn't know he had. Yeah. How can you have a family if you're a smuggler? Right? If you're yeah. always on the run from the Empire and the huts, yeah. how the fuck could you have a family at well, home? It's the same thing as how can you be a long-haul trucker and have a family? I don't understand that either. Oh, uh, okay. But those yeah. people exist. Yeah. So Chewbacca's a deadbeat is pretty much is what, <laughs> what we're coming down to. It seems like it. The wife is all like, when is he coming home? And stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Hey, I have a good idea. It's 1978. <laughs> this big fucking hit called Star Wars came out the year before. I work at Fox. Hey, CBS. We're going to sell you, we're going to let you use our characters and turn it into a holiday special, a, a TV special. Right. Any ideas? Yeah, let's take the one guy who doesn't speak English and let's focus on his family who also don't speak English, who only communicate through noises. Yep. Dude, th- there's a stretch where it's just... The, the first 10 minutes... 10 minutes. Yes, the first 10 minutes is, is them in the house... Trying to converse. Just living their lives. <laughs> and like... Okay, fine. Except you don't know what's happening. I mean, I mean, you you get it by they're moving around and doing things, but like they're having full on conversations. Why aren't there subtitles? At least we need like Han Solo to be like, "You said it, Chewie," or like, "Oh, you don't don't let let the Wookiee win." Like, you, we yeah. need someone to. We got it with our Carney a little later. Yeah, later after we've already suffered through like forty five <laughs> minutes of just Chewbacca noises. But I I I don't understand. Why? Why? That's the focus. Mm-hmm. Han Solo should have been the focus. We don't know enough about Han Solo. Yeah, we have very little story as far as his background goes. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Not his partner that, that has no way to communicate with the rest of us watching the damn film. Uh-huh. Maybe it's because they didn't want to pay him. Pay who? Solo. They, Solo was in the movie. Just yeah, not as much. He, he was like self-contained. Like I, I think they, they, at this point, they, they, maybe the scheduling was weird. So like we got to shoot your stuff separate and your stuff separate and your stuff separate. I think so. So we can't all get together to film this stupid special. <laughs> so everyone's going to be self-contained and, and we'll, we'll do it that way. All right. So we got 20 minutes worth of video. Now what? Oh, shit. Uh, let's, go, let's focus on Chewie's family then. <laughs> all right. So the, rest, the whole movie is Chewie's family either barking at each other or, or a nonsensical... Dancing. Or that cooking episode bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> that had Harvey Corman in it. Oh my God. Whip. Stir. Whip. Stir. Stomp. Smash. <laughs> Repeat. That, that was, that was a, the most entertaining thing, I think, in the entire oh thing. Oh, my God. Which, which is not saying much because there's no entertainment quality whatsoever. But there, there's a scene where Chewbacca's wife is trying to cook something and watching a TV show of cooking in real time, I guess. Uh, so She's watching it in English. Yeah, she's watching it in English, and uh, so the so Wookies can understand English, but they can't go converse back in English. It's it makes sense. I mean, like they just don't have the vocal cords to do so. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess. But uh, what s- subtitles would have been good? Yes, <laughs> to, 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 otherwise you're just watching. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one bit where they just stared, like the when the Wookiees just stared at the screen for like who knows how long. And you're like, why? 
That little Wookiee was creepy. Yes. <laughs> His son? Yeah. Those eyes were just like uh-huh. all kinds of creepy. They're big. So Chewie's family is his wife, his son, and Chewie's dad. Yeah. So yes. where do you think his mom is? Divorce or death, I'm guessing. She's a smuggler as well. <laughs> it's like, uh, she disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> She's out uh, smuggling. Well, the dad looked pretty decrepit from like the cane and the walking and the, the, the inverted chin. Yeah, he's got that stupid crazy underbite. <laughs> so the, this opens with Han and Chewie Escape, on the run. Yeah. From the Imperial Forces. By the way, I don't know if you have this later on the show, but budget for this movie, $3. Yes. <laughs> Actually, no. There is no... Okay. I couldn't find anything. All right. It's got to be $3. I couldn't find anything. $3 in uh, 1978 money. <laughs> so like what? 30? Yeah. 40? So it's like 45 cents. What? No, it'd be... Oh, he's inverting backwards. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Holy Christ. Yeah, it starts off with with uh, Chewie and Han. They're, they're, I guess they're being they're under fire from the uh, from the Imperial forces in space. Oh, don't worry, Chewie. We'll get you to to Harvest Day. What do they call it? Happy Life day? day. Life Day. Life Day. We'll get you there. Don't worry. Oh, spin, move. Ah, ah. Oh, it no. did, it did Run look like attack. it did look like it did look like they were just in a box, weren't the, they? Yeah. It, yeah. This the the way this is shot, like the video quality, it looks like. The safety video when you first get on Star Tours and they tell you to put the <laughs> seatbelts on, like really yes. low quality, absolutely Star Wars people in costumes. I don't, I, I don't. After watching this, I don't understand how they made Episode Five and Six. <laughs> this should, this should have killed the franchise. <laughs> after, New Hope, oh, it's amazing. This shit, oh, what the? Well, maybe it's because no one knew it existed. Uh, yeah, well, no. Back then, this was on one of the two channels you could watch. Three, so everybody, three, three yeah, yeah. Every, so everybody was everybody, watching this. Yes. And then they still came out with five and six. I mean, thank God for that. Yeah. But how? <laughs> After this? Jesus Christ. They give you an opening role. They go, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher. Like, they go through no, the, the characters. Yeah. But then, So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm expecting these people. And then it goes, Art Carney. Harvey Corman. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, the- I've never, I don't know who's in this. I've never seen this before. And it's like, B. Arthur. And I'm like, huh? Jefferson Starship. I'm like, what, what? the fuck? Yeah. But the, the way they're introducing it, because if, if they're going to do a Star Wars thing, then mm-hmm. fucking then make it Star Wars. They, they, they changed the format to this to be a, become a variety show. Yes. Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. Harrison Ford as Han, Han Solo. Solo. Uh, James Earl Jones as the voice of Darth Vader. And uh, what's the other girl's name? Terry Fisher. Terry, Terry Fisher. Terry. You know, K- Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia, who, by the way, is going to sing. And then she's going to sing again. Like what the? This is this is not the way to introduce Star Wars. Yes, <laughs> and that crappy scroll text. It wasn't even scroll text. It no. was just Bloop. shitty font of in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. So that they bought half the rights <laughs> to all of this crap with the amount of words that they're supposed to put in the front. I'm doubtful. And it wasn't like setting up the story. It was like, okay, here's what you're going to see. <laughs> it wasn't like here's what happened before. Uh-huh. Now we pick up where we left off. It was like this is what's going to happen through this entire uh, two and a half hours or whatever the fuck of everything. So strap in. Yeah. 20 Jesus minutes into Christ. two and a half hours. <laughs> Did Hope you, you have a colostomy bag. <laughs> Did you like how the outside of Chewie's hut was animated? Yeah. Was, yeah. So they couldn't afford a fucking set? Yeah. An outside set? They couldn't even recycle the, the different kind of maybe make it the Ewok nest or whatever? Well, they didn't make that one yet. Oh, that's Because that's, that's six. Oh, that's true. Damn it. This is between four and five. Oh, my well, God. Well, it's a matte painting. I think what they did was they used um, a bunch of the the artwork for the creation of the very beginning one. Yeah. Well, a lot of those scenes were actual, I think, paintings. Just the way that they lit them made it look like it was real. It was the 70s, man. Yeah. And they live... So, Star Wars... Okay. New Hope 
Luke is living with his aunt and uncle. Right. They live on Tatooine. And his whole house looks futuristic. Yeah. Well, it's, it's supposed to be in the past a long time ago. Yeah. You know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. His whole shit looked futuristic. There's robots bebopping around. Yep. They're drinking blue milk for some reason. Yeah. Everything around him looks futuristic. In the Chewbacca house, it looks like a house from the 70s with wood cabinets that yeah. hold the TV. I was like, what the fuck's going on? I don't know. I guess, I guess, uh, what is, what is Chewbacca? What's his race? Wookiee. 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 Shit. I knew that. And the planet is Kashyyyk. But the Imperial officers reference it as Kashuk or something. Oh, is that right? Because he didn't know. Yeah. Eh. I don't think he had the name ready yet. Okay. If you haven't seen this, watch this on YouTube. But I'm going <laughs> to tell you how, this is, this is the plot. Chewbacca and his fa- uh, the 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 Chewy family. Yeah. <laughs> Press play on something. You watch something for five minutes. Back to the Chewy family. <laughs> Press play on something else. Watch something. Going back to the Chewy. That's the whole movie. Yeah. That's the and then you cut to Han Solo every once in a while. Like, oh, don't worry, we're almost home. Yeah. That's the whole plot. That's it. That's that's the movie. It's, it's Chewie trying to get home, and in the meantime, let's distract you. We're going to entertain stuff. ourselves yeah. in the Chewie household while we wait for him. Honestly, this movie would be much better if they inverted what they were doing. Instead of just showing the, the Wookiee family, they're showing what Han and Chewie were doing. It would trying be to get back. better if this didn't exist. Yes. Like planes, yeah. trains, and automobiles. <laughs> With John Candy. Yeah. And um, Mark, uh, Steve Martin. Yes. Oh. Have you seen planes, trains, and automobiles? Uh, yeah. You, remember when you find out that his family's dead, John Candy? Yeah. My friend said, watch, pretend that John Candy's like a serial killer and pretend that in his bag is his <laughs> wife's body. And he says, so he goes, so watch it again with that in the back of your mind. And oh, he says, nice. it's a much creepier movie. <laughs> wow. You know, I, I, this is one of those uh, messed up things that based on when I saw it in life, uh, I didn't like it because I felt like it was copying too many things that we've seen, which is, this is pretty much the original, mm-hmm. uh, but I've uh, seen everything after that. So yeah. I'm like, oh, this is just cheesy now. <laughs> this built the foundation for a lot of good comedies, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But seeing all those bad comedies now, and then going back and watching that, like, ugh, I couldn't. There is nothing about this movie that would build anything good. We're back to Star Wars now. Is that what we're talking? No, I was talking about um, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, okay, lovely. Yeah. No, no, no. This, yeah, this is this is bad. Uh, so this, yeah, like you said, is, is the whole thing is Chewie got, has to get home. Um, is he home yet? No. Okay, what are we gonna Let's do? Watch this until yeah we, he gets home. So, okay, so Chewie's family is, uh, first I'm going to cook, uh, the kid's going to watch a dance thing on his little... Hologram? Uh, yes, hologram dancing. Yeah, it's like dancing. The, the chess game that Chewie and 3PO were playing. Yeah. Holographic so, projection. So it's like a Cirque du, Cirque du Soleil yeah. thing for five minutes. Yeah. Each thing is like five or more minutes. Yeah, it's outraged. And, and the, the kid watching it, he's got the crazy eyes, he's not even looking at the right place because the green screen is, yeah, is all Yeah, it's very primitive, up. the green screen technology. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was kind of cool when they first started coming out, and like, oh, yeah, look at that, they're using the green screen the right way. But then... When, once you start putting the Chewy guy, the Chewy son, back into with the green screen, like, all right, you, now you messed it up. Yeah, and the mom's like, "Fucking turn that off," and she's trying to locate the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, and the <laughs> the text that's coming up is in English. Yeah, but in A New Hope, there is no English. It's just that weird fucking symbol yeah. language. <laughs> so how the fuck does she have a computer that reads English? Anyway. So then she calls Luke Skywalker, and it's Mark Hamill. What the fuck's going on with his hair? What's going on with his face? <laughs> it's super painted. Yeah. He's got like three three layers of makeup, and like... He looks he looks like he's going on stage as one of the Jefferson Starship guys. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's such a weird... He looks... I've never seen him look like that. Yes. It, it's it's very, like, Off-putting. jarring. Yeah. Like, wh- what? 
And he's with R2, and they're like, oh, they left the base not that long ago. Don't worry, you'll find him. Oh, no, smoke. And yeah. then click. That's over. That scene's over. Right. And the, the running joke of the entire thing is, uh, hey, uh, put Chewie on. Let me talk to Chewie. <laughs> oh, he's not there? <laughs> Aw. All right, I guess we'll be fine. <laughs> All right. See you later. Oh, and then pretty good. Luke was like flirting with his wife, like, show me that big smile. Yeah. That was fucking creepy, dude. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the grandpa do that smile, because that's ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, talk- Even Art Carney later on was getting a little uh, too friendly with uh, Chewbacca's wife. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, talk about a career. You're you're forever known as Luke Skywalker, and then you're the Joker. The Probably the, the best Joker Absolutely. of all time. Absolutely. Better than... My joke. Whenever I read a Batman comic, the voice I hear is Mark Hamill. Absolutely, I don't hear Heath Ledger or Nicholson. Mm. No. no, dude, that's a career right there. Yeah, you're two iconic people. It's just so. It's just the, the voice is just well because that was animated series. That, that was just so that became the de facto. Yep, this is the accurate way to do it. Mm-hmm. And it sounds so great. Yeah, I mean, and also Joker. Yeah, yeah. He's just, oh man. Have you seen the video of him recording? I was, like about, he, I was about to say he the gets same into thing. like, like, yes. like he lifts his shoulders, like, oh, Betsy. His whole, everything, his, his face, face twists oh, and everything. It's great. Yes, it's so good. I've seen him uh, play on the Flash TV series as the Trickster. The Trickster, yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was that was that was nice. Yeah, it was it was almost similar to the Joker. Yeah, it was, idea. It was very close, very close. John DiMaggio was the Joker in a. DC animated movie wasn't the same. Yeah, no. he tried to do Hamill, but he also tried to do his own thing, and it just it, it, it no. didn't work. That's yeah. bad. And I like that Hamill's the voice in the video games, the Arkham yes. games. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. And so it's great. Kevin Conroy's Batman Absolutely. too. I love that. Who's the the guy that replaced Mark Hamill in the video game? He got replaced. Yes. Oh, what? I didn't know when? that. You didn't know? No. Yeah. Well, he, I don't play video games. The, I don't know. No, no. In, in the Arkham Asylum, and uh, I think Arkham Knight even. Yeah. It's, it's Mark Hamill. Yeah, but the, he gets replaced for another one. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll pull it up. Right. But you gotta hear him. It's ridiculous. He does the killing joke, and it just like blows you away. Okay. It's, it's a spitting image or voice. Yeah. So then, fucking the wife puts on Art Carney, comedy legend Art Carney from the Honeymooners. Yeah. And he's supposed to be like some like smuggler or two or something. I don't know. Or he owns a shop. He works in a gift shop or something. So it's like a security camera, right? I'm guessing. But then, like, the camera zooms and pans. Have you ever seen a security camera do that? No, no, no. I know. It's not supposed to. No. And there's an Imperial officer in there who has a fucked up voice. What is this item? And yeah. Arcarni's like, oh, that's a thing. You fix it. It fixes your foot. I will take it. Yeah. Oh, and so it's a groomer or all, all purpose yeah. groomer or something. But the, the way he's dressed, I know, I, I'm fucking being a nerd here. The way he's dressed, that's not a ground Imperial officer's uniform. No. That's the, the Death Star guy, the guy who's who run the fucking yes. boards that fires the laser. Yeah. Yeah. So it, what the fuck's he doing on Cash? He, he's, he's, he's off, he's off, um. He's on vacation? <laughs> no, what, what do you say? He's, he's not on duty. He's, he's off duty and he's shopping. Oh, okay. But, but, but still, what? On Cash? Your uniform? Yeah. He goes, oh, an Imperial officer. Like, oh, I'm not working today. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. What do you want? Hey, check this out. There's an aquarium in the fish in your hand, so you can take your fish anywhere. Oh, lovely. Like a bowl. Who cares? So then, so then he starts talking to Chewie's wife, and he's like, oh, I'm going to drop it off to you. I'm going to drop off that big rug to you by hand, solo. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? She's like, <laughs> so, okay. So the, my interpretation of that whole yeah. scene is that he's he, wor- he lives on the planet, uh, was it Kashyyyk? Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. He works on Kashyyyk. But it's supposed to also hate uh, Wookiees 
or, or maybe he hates Wookiees while the Imperial guy's there. Yes. Because now she, he's talking to Chewie's wife and uh-huh. trying to like disguise it as if, oh, regular customer, no big deal here. Yeah. We're not talking to any Wookiees. But it's like it's it's a fucking video monitor. The guy, the guy, <laughs> the guy can the guy not hear the? <laughs> you should be able to. Yeah. Hey, what's that over there? Oh, I'm just talking to a regular person. I'm gonna get you your hand. I'm gonna hand deliver it solo. Can solo? Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you? Okay. All right. Uh, good day, average citizen. <laughs> or something. It's like all right. Uh, the, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> what the? So then, that oh. scene's over. Well, before we get yeah. into this ridiculous stuff, um, the the new replacement of Joker was Troy Baker. Never heard of him. That sounds familiar. I think I may have... I talked to you about it last time. Okay. Yeah. That's probably where it is. I'll show it to you later. Okay. All right. So the next scene is the next thing they're watching. When I was Harvey Corman. Yeah. And the one scene you said you liked. Yeah. The, the, the only thing that was... I mean, it was still bad, but, <laughs> but it was the, the most entertaining out of the entire everything. Okay. Uh, Chewie's wife is now cooking, so she puts on an apron. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're made of fur. I don't think the you, you don't wear clothes you. the rest of yeah. your life. Could you imagine getting uh, something like bubble gum or molasses out of fur? Why are you cooking with bubble gum? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> let's say, okay, molasses, sugar, All right. anything that's sticky. So the wife presses play, and on comes a uh, cooking show hosted by Harvey, Harvey Corman, comedy drag. legend yeah. in drag. He looks like. The evil stepmom from Cinderella, the Cinderella cartoon. Okay. <laughs> or mother, or mother's uh, from Futurama. Okay. It's like a combination of both. Yeah. Yeah. And she has two hands, and she's like, whisk. Uh, what was Yeah. Whisk. Stir. Whisk. Stir. Whisk. Stir. And then a third hand pops up. Ah, uh-huh, it's yeah. supposed to be an alien. Whisk. Stir. No, you're doing it wrong to the third hand. Yeah. And then a fourth hand pops up, and yeah. it's moving and all over the comedy place. Comedy ensues because he's got somebody else's hands trying to make him do things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me try this too, bro. Oh, it's, it's, it's too hot. It's, 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 it's like in Who's Line? Yeah. Where Colin would get yeah. behind exactly. uh, Greg yeah. Proops or something. Yeah, while he's cooking, like, yeah. just throw that at my face. All right, good. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, it, look, it looks like it just happened in one take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was, the, like I said, the most entertaining part, but, he, but, but as far as entertaining standards go, real low. Yeah. Uh, so, so she's done watching the cooking show. Yeah, she gives she up, I guess. Off, yeah. And yeah. our Carney shows up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm glad you got the message. Look what I got for you, Grandpa. Oh, by the way, because this was a TV special, they had commercial breaks. Yes. And in between, the uh, when the commercial break was about to happen, they had to do something like dramatic. Like, <gasps> someone's knocking the door. Who is it? Oh, is it the Imperials? <laughs> yeah. Oh, find out after this. Yeah, and that's, then, that's later in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So every time, so the door knocks, <gasps> who is it? Uh-huh. Come back on the break. Oh, it's just me, Art Carney. Yeah. Oh, all right. Come on in. Applaud. <laughs> so he's like friends with the with the Chewies. Yeah. And he gives the grandpa a fucking, I guess, a porn headset. I don't, yeah, what I don't know. It's like a VR headset. Yeah, it's, it's V. And it's, oh, my God. And it, you're seeing what he's seeing, and it's just like, I am your fantasy. Yeah. Join me in this world. And that's like for how long? And there's like a seven-minute fucking sequence because yeah. she sings, and she's all like, oh, don't you wish you were here with me? All yeah. that's missing is... And wah, the grandpa's wah, wah, wah. just... It's, 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 I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? It's, like, it's uncomfortable, for sure. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Let's and that's that's that scene. It's him watching the chick yeah. seductively. And then, oh, let's call Princess Leia. Maybe she knows where Han Solo is. And yeah. then we get introduced to my least favorite character in Star Wars, 3PO. I fucking hate C three. Is that right? That's my least favorite character in all of Star Wars. Really? Jar Jar Binks doesn't irk you that much? That doesn't count as Star Wars. <laughs> I'm talking from the original trilogy. <laughs> okay. And again, it's like it's like, oh, can I put? Can I talk to Chewie? Yeah. 
Oh, <laughs> he's not there. Oh, I'm sure we'll find him somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find him somewhere. Yeah. She says. <laughs> Glenn, was that last bit? Yeah. <laughs> so, so they hang up, and that scene's done. Oh, that was a furball. Yeah. For the- <laughs> that scene's done, and that this is the scene you're talking about. There's a knock on the door. Yeah. And it's like, is it Chewy? Oh no. Yeah. Oh, how would Seinfeld do it? Yeah. Oh no. Oh, no! It's the officer. Oh, no, it's the <laughs> What are you looking at? <laughs> Apparently the whole planet's been locked down because they're searching for uh, Han, Solo. Han Solo and, and Chewbacca. So so the whole planet's on lockdown because they may or may not show up. So the guards come in. We're going to search your residence because we have a feeling that Chewie lives here, but you're not telling us about it. Or I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I I always felt like the the officer, not the stormtrooper, but like the officers. Yeah. They reminded me of like Nazis, like SS oh, yeah. officers. Absolutely. So as soon as this guy walked in, I, in my mind, I just ignored what he was saying. I was like, "We are looking for Jews <laughs> that you may or may not have in your residence." I'm assuming they do not speak English, so are they under the floorboards? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's a badass. Scene, oh my god, I love that scene. I can't I mean, find it on YouTube because he's the so, full scene. I, I cannot find it. I know. It's so upsetting. But he, but it, it's awesome because he's he comes. He Hans Landa walks in. And he's so like ridiculous with his big like pipe and yeah, he's all cheery and he's like, "Hello, Senor Mepetit," like yeah. Uh, and then and then he switches to English, and that's when he gets it, sinister. It gets so dark so yes. quick. You're mm-hmm. just like, oh, just you, oh my god, it's such a great scene. <laughs> Nod your head if they are beneath And it's us. so long, too. They yes, just draw that is. out. Now that's how you do a long scene. Yes, not this fucking bullshit that we're oh, watching. Oh my god. And then he goes. I will let your family live if you tell me there. And he says yes, and then he switches back yeah, to French. He's like, All right, I'm going to switch back to uh, to French now, and you just play along with me. You understand? And he's okay. like, Monsieur de Petit, yeah. <laughs> Mademoiselle. He opens the door, Mademoiselle, and then he's pointing down, and you just hear, da, 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 da. yeah. Oh man, he's so good in that movie. God damn it! And, and I love, I love, uh, fuck this movie that we're, we're <laughs> but I love it in Glorious Bastards with um, the actress. Mm-hmm. Where uh, it's after the shootout, and Brad Pitt has her, yeah. and he says, "She's like, well, I guess you can pretend to be Italian. Germans don't have an ear for Italian." I'm like, in my mind, in the theater, I'm like, "Oh, but I know who does. <laughs> I, I know who does." <laughs> and then she goes, "Uh, <laughs> Brad Pitt's like, bonjour." Yeah, he's all fast with his Italian. <laughs> no, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was no, like, I, I know because yeah. Hans Landa is like, yeah. and he goes, "See, si. yeah. bonjour, no." <laughs> And he goes, Como se llama? Dominic de Coco. Dominic de Coco. Ah, bravo. <laughs> That's good. I might watch that tonight. Wow. He's, I might, I just watch his scenes, dude. Yeah. Or when, or the girl who escapes, you know how she owns a theater later? Yeah. Remember when that, uh, the, the officer, the German officer invites her to lunch? Oh, that's creepy. And yeah. then you hear, Landa! And then and then everyone stands up to, to, to salute, and you hear that, dun, dun, dun. The, like, she realizes, oh, fuck, it's him. Yeah. And that whole scene where she goes, because uh, remember, her dad had a milk farm. Yeah. Remember, he says, oh, I will shit. have coffee with sugar, and she'll have a glass of milk. And her eyes are just, mm. She's like, oh, boy. <laughs> that's a great scene, too. Oh, man. He deserved that Oscar, dude. Absolutely. He was he was amazing in that role. He, yes. So good at it. Oh, man. The creepy, the crazy, the awesome. Yeah. Even in Django, he was, he was, he was very good, too. Yes. I like that. I like you that won an role. Oscar for that, too. Yeah. yeah you're damn right. He won an Oscar for everything. He <laughs> should an Oscar for movies he's not in. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. Well, that sounds like a Bruce Willis quote. 
So our Carney is trying to distract the officer. So he puts on like some, he puts on the table some like TV projection thing. And we get the Jefferson Starship song playing to distract yeah. the officer for like six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Oh my God. So now the kid has like a, a toy that has stuff and the kid's upstairs and he's watching a cartoon and now it switches to animation. Yep. What, what's going through your mind? Are you like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah. So is this part of what's happening? Or yeah. Is am like- I like, is, is he watching like the story? Because when they explained that earlier in the movie though, what, how about the cartoon just being there? When? Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, is this credits. like, is, yeah. is this story happening? I give co- up on coinciding that. with what's happening because he's like, oh no, because so he's so they're broadcasting a cartoon about his dad. Yeah, adventures of his dad. This is like, is this in the past? Uh, an older <laughs> adventure, or is it happening because at this moment? I feel like the, where'd you see animated? I, I feel, <laughs> I feel like the Empire would control the airwaves, right? Yeah, but these are like rebel. These are like rebels. Was, so why would they let this be on yeah. air? <laughs> is, it, is it a rebel transmission of things that are happening right now? I don't know. What, what is it? I don't... <laughs> but this is when Boba Fett comes in, though. Yes. Yeah. Kind pretty, of. Pretty much, in this, to sum up this cartoon, uh, Han and Chewie are looking for some medallion, but humans, it makes them sick, so they have to put them upside down for them to get better. So R2, 3PO, Chewie... Meet Boba Fett, who says, oh, I know a guy who can help you with that stone. So they go in the town, but you find out that Boba Fett is actually an agent of Vader. Yeah. And the the Vader the Vader scene that we got earlier, where yeah. he's talking to the officer, that was that's, the replay. that's just from A New Hope. Was oh, that right? That's just cut from The New Hope. This is the exact scene from The New Hope. Oh, his, lines, his new lines are the cartoon ones where he's like, uh, yeah. that's why you're my number one bounty hunter or whatever. So they brought James Earl Jones in to like do three lines. Oh wow! And they said, "Okay, nice, nice having you in." Jeez. And Bob, you learned Boba Fett like betrayed him, and he fucking flies off. I was wondering why, because that that seemed like it had the most production value with with uh, Darth Vader walking. Like, so they built this entire set just for them to no, walk down the hallway. They, they just took it from a new hope. Oh shit! I didn't catch that. Damn it. So then Boba Fett flies off, and then the fucking story's over, and the kids like, "Yay!" So I'm like, "What the fuck's going on?" And now. They're like, we're going to keep searching this house until we come back from commercial break. <laughs> so the wife's like, oh, I guess I'll watch this now. And then it's like a soap opera of the most Isley Cantina. Yeah. And B. Arthur with, with, yeah, is B. Arthur. fucking Dorothy. Yeah, she's the, the, the bartender. She's the bartender. She runs the place. Yeah. And and Harvey Corman. Oh, my God. I forgot. We forgot the Harvey Corman scene where he is a technical advisor showing you how to put a computer board together. <laughs> remember, the, remember that kid's like little computer phases out, so he presses play, and it's the technical advisor, and it's Harvey Corman again, oh, and he's shit. playing like a robot who's glitching. He's like, "Now you put the s- 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 screw in," and z- 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 you don't remember this? I don't remember. Oh, that. It might have been on your phone. This part. This is another like six minute sequence. I'm like, "What the fuck is going well, on?" Well, uh, the thing too, though, the, the version that I was watching uh, had commercials in it. Oh, okay. From back in the day, so we might might have watched a different version. Yeah, so I, I was mine fa- had no commercials. I was trying to fast forward through the commercials. Maybe I fast forwarded through. You that, thinking it was uh, <laughs> yeah. You saved yourself a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. So in this bar scene, Harvey Corman's back again. He's the guy who's in love with B. Arthur, who has the his mouth is on the roof of his head. Yeah, that's how he drinks. Yeah, it's like a little volcano thing up there. Sure. And the imperial officer, the the empire, put a curfew, so now everyone has to leave the bar. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh no, we're going out of business!" But I'll buy everyone one last drink, and she sings like a a song like you. They can drink like Gaston. You. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a song like that, and I'm like, "Wow, that's actually like I actually liked this part of the movie." Okay. The B. Arthur story that was fine. Yeah, it was fine. 
But this 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 um, it, it was true to a bar where the guy comes in and thinks, oh, the bartender has a thing for me. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've seen this happen on countless occasions. Uh-huh. At all times I've been to bars, the guys are like think that the the bartender has a thing for them or the stripper. He, yeah, exactly. The stripper likes them and right because you said that one thing to me that one time. So uh-huh. uh and then. <laughs> She leaves, or he leaves, and then the uh, I'm usually friends with the bartenders that I go to the bars at. So we'll be talking afterwards and be like, "Oh yeah, that guy, he's kind of weird." <laughs> like, oh, I, I thought you guys were chummy. Like, nah, just tips good or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, all right, it's uh, oh. <laughs> it was exactly that story. Which was, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was, it was like a little, so like they have like a fucking guest on song, and the bar finally closes, and then the imperial officers are like, "All right, we couldn't find anything." Well, we're going to leave one stormtrooper behind just in case. Yeah. So stormtrooper goes upstairs to the son's kid, to the kid, and he's, like, going to mess with them. Yeah. And the kid runs away. Oh, because he's trying to send a signal to his dad or something, so he runs away. And, and does he, like, break his toy or something? Yeah, he breaks his toy, and he they run outside, and he's going to shoot the kid, but then Chewie shows up. Yeah. And then he has the gun at Chewie, and Chewie's just standing there, and Han Solo's right there. He's like, shh, don't say anything. <laughs> so he jumps at the... <laughs> Officer, no, he knocks his gun down, and then, uh, how the fuck do you explain? Han Solo, like, made a, he, like, juked him out like he was going to run for his gun, but the stormtrooper, like, was clumsy. He's like, oh, no! Yeah, and he falls to his death. Yeah. And then Han's like, hey, buddy! And he picks him up, and he hugs him, and he goes in, he meets the family, he meets Art Carney. Hey, I'm back. I got to go again. Right. Because we're smugglers. Yeah. <laughs> My guess is that Stormtrooper missed all the rocks and hit that big pond that saved his life. And oh, he is comes, that right? Yeah, he comes back later in the next movie and dies there. Oh. Is that the one that bumps his head? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's how close he was. <laughs> he got off the Death Star? Yeah. <laughs> to go into this special? Yeah. All right. You can't walk around up here. You go back down to Earth. All right. Oh, whoa. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll send you a nice planet. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, you, you can't survive out here either. <laughs> it's so great. I just watched that bit like right out like, recently, actually. Yeah. It's like they're like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's through it. Oh, jeez. So the Chewies are like, hey, Han, why don't you celebrate Life Day with us? He's like, oh, I can't, but you'll always be in my heart. And blah, blah, blah. And then they put on these red robes and they hold up these like shiny orbs and they're transported. I don't know. Are they, are they somewhere? I don't know what the fuck's Those going on. Those are the on. hearts of the people they devoured. Is this the Krampus ball? Yeah. What the fuck's the, going on? Um, I don't know. They, they're at the Tree of Life. And yep. then Leia and everybody's there. And Leia gives like a nice little solo. Yeah. Whatever. And now you're in a room full of Chewies. So you're just hearing, yeah. I'm surprised Harvey Corman isn't in this scene. Right. He's, he's in every goddamn scene. Just has the cook for no reason. <laughs> and that's pretty much the movie. Like, yeah. They celebrate Life Day. Yay. And that's the movie. Like, I, I, I can't believe what this was. Like, I, yeah. I, if I saw this as a kid, like, let's say I saw New Hope. And I saw Empire, and I saw Jedi. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is fucking amazing. And if you show this to me as a kid, I honestly think I might have just veered left and been like, oh, I don't know about Star Wars, right? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I can't. But believe. as an adult, I'm just like, yeah, this was such a cheap ploy to just sell commercial spots. Yeah, because like, yeah, we have huge success after our one movie. Let's abuse it right away and do this really shitty. There's revision. only three channels. Someone's gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a captive audience, literally. Yeah. Oh, boy. But it happened. It's, it's here now. Ugh. This was horrible. I hated watching this. This is by far the worst thing 
I'm gonna, in my opinion, this is the worst thing we've ever watched. Oh yeah, this is worse than Master of Disguise. Wow, this is worse than They Live, Grabbers. <laughs> what? All the shit we've seen. This is probably on the bottom of my list. I like Grabbers. See, th- this to me has the same kind of connotation that uh, Zombievers, Saving Christmas, did for you. Where it's like <laughs> this isn't a movie. This isn't even. This isn't. This isn't even a category. This isn't categorized as a movie at all. Okay. This is just. Bu- this is just bullshit. It's like a random <laughs> sitcom. It's a. It's a. It's a stupid. Just. It's. 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 Production companies at their worst just trying to rake money away from people like, hey, this is a thing you like? All right. Now we're going to make it more financially viable for us. And who cares how you feel about it? it was... But that's how they got the Millennium Falcon in the second movie. Oh yeah. The, the money they raised off of this? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Wow. This is horrible. This is I, I hated myself watching this. <laughs> Yourself? My wife came in the room and she was like, what the hell are you watching? Is this <laughs> Is this Star Wars? And I go... Technically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it has all the Star Wars characters, but it is not Star Wars. I said, it technically is, babe. Because she walked in during the, the animated scene. So she's like, oh, is this a cartoon movie? I go, no, this this is like a part of a like variety show. There's music. Yeah. There's like a weird sex scene. There's like, <laughs> there's so much happening here. And she's like, whatever. <laughs> Went on her phone. Yeah. I, I, I could. She, she did like the B. Arthur part because she likes the Golden Girls. Okay, yeah, Golden Girls was amazing. Yeah, uh, but the the, the whole, the, just the first ten minutes, I was like, hey, I cannot, I cannot believe that You're like, this, this is a thing. Yeah, we're still watching Chewie's family do things for ten fucking minutes. We're watching Chewie with no with nothing context. And then once that scene ended, I was like, oh, thank God, at least we're done with that scene. <laughs> and he came back, and then oh, it's the whole goddamn movie. It keeps coming back. Like, please move on. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> what are your closing? <laughs> so, what are your closing thoughts, guys? Like, while I was watching this so-called movie, I was just thinking to myself, <laughs> how many times has Adam said "what the hell" or had like almost a blistering headache from all the anger that's been welled up inside of him while he was watching this movie? So, I would say this is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. <laughs> I spent a lot of the movie in denial. Like, this isn't this isn't real. This is. This is uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't believe that it's, it, that this actually happened. Really and as I'm watching, like, no, I, I can't. I really wish I was right there next to you, saying it is real. I'm still, I'm still trying to process it. So I, I looked up. I'm like, why the fuck is Art Carney and Harvey Corman in this? Both their shows are on CBS. This was a CBS, of uh, course, produced yeah. uh, thing. This, this this was all marketing, and this uh, I didn't like. This uh, was horrible. Yeah, I. After watching this, I, I I cannot wait to see Rogue One. <laughs> see like a good Star Wars story. Pa- palate cleanser. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Like save me from this. Yeah, worse than the, the first three prequels combined. Oh, yeah. Prequels worse than Jar Jar Binks. I would say. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's saying something. Yeah, who would be the worst like character in an entire movie? Ish, movie in in this holiday special. Yeah. No, <laughs> the whole family. Yeah, the Chewy family. I'll say the little kid. <laughs> just because he creeps you out? He's so creepy. So the sex scene with the grandpa doesn't matter. That's just mine. <laughs> mine is the Harvey Corman, uh, not the cook, but the where he's teaching you how to fix something. Okay. Because it's an actual, now open your bag, take your tool out, you see this screw, you're going to put the screw on the rent, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why am I watching this? Wow. That was my least favorite. I'm glad I missed that scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them. We have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Uh, we're actually not. Yeah. On, on Rotten Tomatoes, 
That's fine. There were six reviews. Five of them were like from bloggers, like not like okay. real news sources. The only one came from the Hollywood Reporter, but it was dated in 2013. So I don't know if some ironic hipster writer like, oh. get it, it's a fucking Star Wars holiday thing. I uh, love it. So I have no reviews for you guys. That's fine. So there is a Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh, Jesus. Based on those blogger oh. professional quote unquote reviews and the audience reviews. Oh, my. So, like I said, it's this the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of Shore. Make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. Hold on a second. Before you do that, hold though. on. For those no. of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics in the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten. 60% to 84% is fresh, and 85% up is certified fresh. What would you guys like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Well, before you do that, we're going to have to rock, paper, scissors to see who gets to go first. Oh, okay. Because that way we get to choose the lowest score. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Ready? This is a great uh, visual gag. One, two, five. All right. I got. The, I went with scissors, by the way, for those uh-huh. of you that couldn't see that. Um, I sure want to paper. <laughs> you want to guess the critics or the audience first? Uh, let's, let's go with the uh, audience first. Okay. I'll give it a 2%. Okay. <laughs> you give me a little bit of wiggle room yeah. here. Uh, I'm going to actually go for the one. 19%. What? Some people liked it? Yeah. Just a hardcore it's hardcore fanboys. Hip, it's hipsters. Oh, okay. It has to be hipsters. Oh, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't like this holiday special? Yeah, because you don't get it. Yeah. What I don't get? Uh, entertainment. And now, <laughs> critics. Oh. You this go is, first. This is like... You want I, it? It's hard to do because yeah. there's no real like critics. Anymore. You want it. You go. Uh, shit. Does that 11%. 11%. Okay. 10. 43%. This what? Is How? This is an outrage. <laughs> Holy hell! <laughs> but remember, they're not real. Yeah, they're not like sort of. They're they're not like professional. Groups. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and these these are all reviews after 2010. I'm guessing yes. yes. Oh my god! That's bad. What what's going through your mind right now? I, I can't. Well, who? Who watches and be like, oh yeah? Because the way the Rotten Tomato score works, you you give it a score of fresh or rotten. Those are your only two options. You don't say, I give it a 44%. I give it a 10%. You say, good or bad. And based on those, that's how they get the average, the, the percentage number. So the, the, that means there were people that are saying, this is a good movie. What? <laughs> doesn't, doesn't compute. Well, if it makes you feel better, Adam. Uh, Kirk Cameron Surviving Christmas, 0% from the critics. Oh, good. So this is 43% better. Than Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. They, they Live, the movie you hate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the first movie we did that you really hated, 83% from the critics. So you already knew that. You knew it was a high one. Yeah. Okay. Too much. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Okay. Oh, well, here's some trivia. All the actors' <laughs> families were held hostage by CBS in order to make this film. <laughs> you must do this before you get no families. Like Krampus? <laughs> yes. Uh, the I already said this. The scenes featuring Darth Vader on the Death Star were actually cut footage from Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. All right. The character played by Art Carney is an early incarnation of Lando Calrissian, who is described in early drafts of The Empire Strikes Back in Lucas's notes as being a gambler who runs a general store on the Wookiee planet Kashyyyk, a guy who trades with the Indians. Oh, interesting. Oh, there's Indians on Kashyyyk. No, he's saying it's like a guy trading with the Indians. Oh. The Indians would be like the Wookies, right? Ben Burt created the sound that Mala and Itchy made from recordings of bears and lions at Olympic Game Farm in Sequim, Washington. For Lumpy, that's the kid's sounds, he used the recording of a baby bear at the San Diego Zoo. His name is Lumpy. 
So the so the noises those are actual animal growls. Huh. That I did not know. His name's Lumpy. Yeah. And I think you're gonna like this last piece of trivia. Oh boy. George Lucas famously tried and failed to buy up all master copies to make sure it was never broadcasted again. <laughs> yeah. And he's gone on record as saying this is his biggest failure. Even he, though he, he did e- this, even though no, no, even though he had nothing to do with this, oh, okay. it's the fact that his characters are in this. He wow. considers this his biggest failure, not the prequels, oh. not Jar Jar. Oh, okay, this is his biggest well, failure yeah, in I, his eyes. I would agree. Yeah, biggest failure for sure. That's sad. Yeah, he had no say in this. Or they probably just yeah. backed up a truckload of money and like, hey, yeah. we're going to use your guys. Oh sure. Yeah, this is before he had four and five. Or oh, five actually, and six. Uh, I'm writing um, part one through three, and I was wondering maybe you can incorporate some of my guys. <laughs> nah, George, it's, it's cool. We're gonna have our Cardi. Oh, I have a character named uh, um, Darth Maul. Maybe he can uh, play one of those guys. <laughs> nah, George, we're good. Here's your money. <laughs> Finally, money makes the world go round. There is nothing. No, because this was a TV special. That's fine. This had no ticket sales. Oh, that's true. Everyone was forced I to find a budget. This. Yeah, <laughs> find a budget. Doesn't matter. The highest rated TV show now gets like thirty or forty million viewers. But back when there was only three channels, they were getting like two hundred, a uh, hundred fifty million viewers. Yeah. So I'm sure like a hundred million people saw this. Yeah. And and cannot erase from the memory. <laughs> <laughs> I might. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like you you were a kid, and now you're like when you when you're like your grandpa. Oh, I remember when I watched that Star Wars special. Oh boy. It was the worst moment of my life, <laughs> shiny boy. Do you think you'll remember it to say that? No. Ugh. If if I remember it at an older age, it's gonna be like a, one of those uh, PTSD type, type of events. <laughs> I'm gonna hear a bear on a TV channel, like ah. <laughs> 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 oh man, when I was younger, I had to go through the horrible experience. But now, when you watch <laughs> A New Hope, you're gonna be like, so this guy has a family. And everybody's looking for him. Well, I, I always knew he had a family because I remember hearing that there was all those those books that were written about Chewie and his family yeah. on a different planet. Okay. So I knew that they existed. I just didn't yeah. care. You didn't <laughs> realize they're friends with Art Carney? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, that's 1978's The Star Wars Holiday Special, directed by Steve Binder. Check out the website, radpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat, pra- Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week, we're watching a movie that's somewhat New Year's evish sure. because by the time this movie we're doing next comes out it'll be the second you said mm-hmm. december 2nd it's the plan january 2nd we're watching 1999's yep. oh did i say december sorry january 2nd we're watching 1999's end of days starring mvp of spoilers oh yeah arnold schwarzenegger yes this was his movie bef- i think this was might have been his last movie before he became governor or second to last movie. It was pretty pretty close to. This was after he had his heart attack. He had a heart attack. And this yeah. was his first movie after his heart attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which when I remember when I was a teenager, I was like, this guy had a fucking heart attack. This guy's like a god. It was he a heart could. attack? I thought he had a tumor. Tumor? <laughs> you think he had a tumor? It's not a tumor. Oh, it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> I this movie's it's it's a New Year's Eve movie because the devil has to fuck this young girl yeah. on New Year's Eve. 
night uh, before the Y2K virus hits. It's, it's the ultimate Y2K scare. You remember the Y2K scare, right? <laughs> yes, I do. Planes were going to fall from the sky. It was over, man. Nukes were going to f- start firing. There's a good Simpsons Treehouse of Horror where they, <laughs> where they do Y2K. And uh, Homer forgot to do prep the computers for Y2K. So they're going to like blow up the nuclear reactor in Springfield. Oh, so the family has to leave. So they see this giant rocket, and there's these soldiers guarding it. So the Simpson family goes up to them. They're like, uh, what's this uh, rocket? Oh, we're shuttling off all the smart people on Earth to form a new uh, Earth on another planet. What's your name? Lisa Simpson? Oh, you're actually on our list. And the guard goes down to one leg, and he goes, now you have a very important decision to make. You can only take one parent. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> And I, my two best friends, <laughs> they're brothers, yeah. and, and their last name is Lopez. So we always fuck around like, now you can only pick one Lopez Robert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that. So Y2K scares yes. the devil. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger is the devil. A rare movie where Schwarzenegger dies. Oh, spoiler alert. Well, actually, no. He dies in all three Terminators. Oh, it's it, technically. <laughs> well. Hmm, shit. Then well, he dies in this. Yeah, I think these are the only movies he died. Oh, he dies in Predator. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Oh, no, he doesn't. They pick him up. At yeah. The end. Fuck. Yeah, he only dies in The Terminators and... Jingle all one. the way. No, he doesn't <laughs> die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, well... He doesn't die much. In uh, the sixth day... Or wait. Well, his clones die. Well, they... Actually, do, do they? I think they, they end up living... Oh yeah, I and they have separate lives or something. Oh yeah, I forget that movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, does he ever die? No, no, totally Bruce recall. Willis doesn't really die either. That's true. Six Sense. That's Six, the only oh one. yeah, Six Sense. He dies real early. Death well, becomes her. That, go to his funeral. Oh, yeah. He dies from the old age. Yeah, but, uh, but he's still like around though. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess Armageddon's oh, the only movie where he. Li- uh, Billy like, Bathgate. Mm. I think he gets um. Uh, Kicked off of a boat into the water and dies. Okay. So... Jackal? Jackal. Yeah. He dies in Jackal. Okay, so Jackal and Armageddon are, like, legitimate deaths. Yeah. Where, like, his death is like, whoa. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You gotta, t- you gotta take care of my little girl now. And he's smart. He pl- he takes uh, Ben Affleck's fucking breathing tube out. Yeah. So he knows he can't go out in space to stop him. That's smart. Pritchard dies in Vice, actually. Oh. Which is a straight to Netflix. He dies in Sin City, kills himself. That's, That's right. true. All right. I guess he does die. So he's not. A, he's not. A, he's not above dying in his movies. <laughs> is, the, is the point here? Okay. Not afraid to die. Yeah. I'm not afraid Boromir to die. That dies almost in every movie. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> what? I'm like Boromir that dies almost in every movie. Right. <laughs> Sean Bean. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember we watched last New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh. Hey. Ho. 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 Yes, I'm wearing that to every Christmas uh, party. Oh, you're gonna wear it? Yep, I'm I'm wearing it. That's awesome. Just be careful. Oh, and you have glasses. That guy has glasses too. Yes, Yes. I have better glasses. The ones I used for the Walter White. Oh, okay. I'll I'll probably use those. What's his name? The guy that dies. It's Carl's brother. Sven. Yeah, Svan. Sven. Sven. Yeah. Yeah. I just pulled out my ass. (laughs) That nailed it. Oh, I don't think you should say that. Oh. Did you know Die Hard was based on a book, Adam? No. Yeah. All right. Not a yet. lot of the elements from the book transfer to the movie. They they just change stuff around in the in the book. I'm sure you mentioned that before. I just forgot. Yeah, I probably did yeah. in the actual episode. We did. Right. In the book, 
Um, that scene is in the book, but it's now we have a machine gun, and it's to throw the terrorists off. Oh, smart! They so John McClane, his name's not John McClane in the in the in the book, but uh, like John McClane it's, is it's not valid then. Wants them to think that yeah. there's multiple guys who are stopping him. Okay, That's smart. Oh, and but Ho Ho Ho's not there. Oh, that's not, thrown in the movie. Oh, okay. uh, ho, you do it best, Maestro. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. That's not that bad. It's fine. What's the line I like, Adam? Uh, what is it? Odds? What is this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, with Ellis? Yeah. Hans, this is radio. Yeah, Hans, this is radio. Put the gun down. What are we, method acting? <laughs> <laughs> I still like that one bit where the blonde guy's just staring at him. It's like, shoot the glass. Yeah. Yeah. No, he says in German first. Oh, yeah, that's right. Huh? He, the, the guy that speaks German doesn't understand. What? Shoot the glass. <laughs> oh, that's what you meant. In my native tongue. Got it. All right. Simon, shoot him, kill him. Yeah, I told you not to toy with him. <laughs> Thank you. That's very, very helpful. helpful. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's your lucky day. Yeah, Bruce Rose. <laughs> ha! Ha! All right. All right. So we're wrapping up <laughs> the Star Wars Holiday Special. Watch it on YouTube. Or don't. don't whatever. Don't watch Don't it. fucking watch it. No. If you like Star Wars, I think you should. So you can at least see, say you've seen everything. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in a way it makes you appreciate the, the good ones better. Yeah. It actually, but then also make, makes you sad that they did this to them. Yes. Yeah, but it also makes you appreciate the one, two, and three, two more. Uh, I don't go that far. Not appreciate them, <laughs> but they're, they're not they're not as bad as we thought it could yeah. be. Mm. They, they could have been so much worse. Yes, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So check out End of Days, and until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. Oh.